The following program is recommended for ages 18 and over due to adult content. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Behind the Scenes, a look at some of the sometimes steamy inside of Hollywood with your host, Hollywood executive and former Victoria's Secret model, Summer Helene. Our program features the gossip, the dish, and the stories of what's really going on behind your favorite movies, television shows, and celebrities from the people who are involved in the industry. Now, here is your host, Summer Helene. G'day, g'day, guys. Welcome back to Behind, or welcome to Behind the Scenes. I am your host, Summer Helene, and I am running around like a crazy person. Um, so I'm about half here, but I am, of course, on with my co-host, host of the Militant Moderate, Paul Michael Bolin. G'day, Paul. Hello, hello. And what are we talking about today? Well, I thought we'd start with that Jurassic Park thing we were discussing. Everyone's having a bit of a fit that Jurassic Park has sort of turned into a horror movie. Um, with, you know, how dark the new one's gotten. I always thought it was scary, so I, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, there there was always, like, uh, like, as I was saying during the break, I have a scar uh, on my head from the, uh, and I when I saw The Lost World in the theaters, I got a scar from a four-year-old on my head. She caught me with her thumbnail. Now, because if anybody remembers The Lost World, Steven Spielberg broke a cardinal rule of PG-13 filmmaking. You don't kill a dog on screen. So in that scene where the doghouse is hanging out of the dinosaur's mouth at the end of the thing, I had a little four-year-old because I was dating her mom at the time, and she couldn't sit on the seat without it closing up on her, so she's sitting in my lap. And she, of course, freaked, caught me with her thumbnail. It's just above my ear. Here's I don't some. think four-year-olds should, should be watching um, PG-13 movies. I have to agree with it at this point, but she apparently had no problem with the first one. You know, and there was some horror. You know, you had the Samuel Jackson arm yeah. coming out of nowhere. You had the uh, the lawyer getting chomped on the toilet, you know. the uh, But, the again, you can kill all the people you want, but you kill a dog, <laughs> done. You lose your audience. You kill a dog, you piss me off. But yeah. <laughs> I, I think... I don't know. I'm I'm a big fan of the rating system. Now, I'm not a fan of it when it doesn't go the way I want or need it to when I get something back saying, you know, you're going to get this rating or you're going to get an NC. When I get NC, I cry and it has to be re-edited. But I, I, I'm a big fan of the rating system because I think it's important. Yeah. Absolutely, it's important. It has to, it should be there, you know. And I do think you know you, sh- you shouldn't be uh, killing killing dogs if it's the PG thirteen. Yes, that 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 is the cardinal rule of PG thirteen filmmaking: kill as many people you want. I mean, I re- how many people here remember sitting in the theater watching Independence Day and seeing the dog jump in from the flames in the subway thing? The the crowd cheered, yeah. you know. I, it, it was a different era of filmmaking, though. And on top of that, that was part of what we are going to talk about today, is this is just a different era of filmmaking. There's the backlash over Friends. Mm-hmm. Which, oh, God. It, because, it's a comedy, you know, folks. It's in, well, it's insensitive in today's day and age, where, you know, it was edgy in the 90s, and Chandler's dad transitioning into a woman mm. was a punchline on the show. 
and people now are not feeling that it was handled as sensitively as it should have been. And I, I got to say, I'm going to use the word woke. I know you hate it. No matter uh, yeah, how woke yeah. you think you are, n- no one's ever done evolving. We tolerate things from the way we treat animals, mass incarceration. We still have beauty pageants as no big deal. In 20 years, we are going to be pissed as a species and be like, oh, how could we do that? How did we tolerate that? How is Miss Universe a thing? So I think people just need to knock their shit off. Yeah, people do need to like calm the hell down. I mean, seriously, people. I think people just get way too... I mean, they're getting mad over things that were made 20 years ago. It was a different time. You know, they're complaining about the Puerto Rican Day uh, parade in Seinfeld is one of the complaints. Because it's not sensitive enough. They are, they are a colorful and joyful people. I don't know, I guess. You know, I look at it, but I don't understand where's the difference with Family Guy. They insult everyone equally. Maybe maybe that's the key. They it's, they can insult everybody. I mean, there is the, uh, like the Simpsons, you know, there's a documentary, The Problem with the Poo. Uh, I haven't seen oh the documentary Oh, my God. Yet. Okay, I'm not going to yell, but go ahead. <laughs> I don't know. Yes, the Apu character, uh, who's been a, a you know a mainstay on The Simpsons since the beginning, meaning people are saying that that is a uh, bad stereotype of uh, Indian Americans, you know, uh, the, the, the not the ones with the feathers, you know, the other ones. Yes, dots not feathers, people. Dots not feathers. <laughs> yes, uh, it, it is a stereotype, and when uh, yeah, we're part, we're clearly in... part of the problem now, aren't we? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. fine. <laughs> I'm fine with that. Um, yeah. But when Hank Azaria went in for the audition, they said, can you do an Indian accent? And he said, not a good one. They, say, they said, that's wonderful. Give me the worst one you have. So he came up with this. Yes, he did. You know? Yeah. Yes. I know. And yeah, all right. Yeah. Even though he's like and the hardest working character on the show. Who's constantly, I know. He does every voice. Like, don't family. talk to Hank Azaria. You know, I mean, it's just, yeah, that's twice I've just been poked. So I, I swore two times. I, I owe money to charity from last week. I'm going to owe money this week. I'm just going to get Lexus a little bell to ding every time I swear. But he is. He's the hardest working character on the show. He mm-hmm. does every voice. Well, that and even the character of Pooh is the hardest working character on the show. You know, he's the only one too. that you see with steady work all the time, or people, or somebody who actually cares about their work. You know, unlike the people who, you know, like Homer and those guys are constantly falling well, asleep. The, the their issue job. was him working in the convenience store, and they're saying there aren't any modern, you know, Indian characters. But wasn't there an issue with his nephew taking over the uh, the store, and he was a caricature in himself? I mean, his nephew called him a caricature. And then he said, and he yelled at his nephew and said, you're a caricature, you're a millennial with, you know, enti- with, uh, that feels entitled with a failing business. And on behalf of millennials, we do not all feel entitled, but we are all kind of bastards. I'll give you that. There is that. Yeah. Bastard counts as a cuss word, I just got dinged. All right, we are at three. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm getting yelled at. If I cut out, guys, I've got to tell you I'm moving around right now. I'll come right back onto the show. In the meantime, Paul will entertain you and tap dance. Right, Paul? Yeah, what? 
(laughs) (laughs) No, you're staying Um, here. But I think, I don't think there's a problem with, I understand how Apu could be offensive. I do. But it's the frickin' Simpsons. It may have turned into a a, a um, sitcom-style show in the later years. But if you mm. watch the first five seasons, there's no pause for laugh track. There's none of that. It was a commentary on America and family. It really was. And it used satire to talk about things. I guess I just don't have a problem with that. Yeah, I just. I get a I lot think, of hate mail. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, we're gonna get some. It's fine, you know. A little like, bit. <laughs> calm down, people. Please, I'm just. Well, we always get we we always get a little hate mail each week, and that's okay. We get more love than hate. But I think the the concept of talking about who is. Nope, we we may have lost you there, but I think basically, you know, look, Apu's, it's a character, it's a cartoon. Get over it, people. So, did we lose her? Okay, so, uh, I guess I got three minutes to figure this one out, so, uh, well, talk about getting put on the spot here. So, eh, basically, at the end of the day, people, it's called comedy. If you don't like it, just change the channel. Don't need to form a protest march or anything like that. It's just The Simpsons. Well, I think I got cut off. I'm so sorry. Um, Mm -hmm. But Apu, you're right. He's the hardest working character on the show. I loved the commentary. Everyone got really upset that it was Lisa delivering the commentary on Apu because she's supposed (laughs) to be the enlightened one. Well, yeah, Um, but she's also the SJW of the show, and she's been that way since the very beginning. I I think... But I agree with what she said. You you can't judge things from a different time on today. Just can't. This is a different. This is a different time in a different world. Hmm. Yeah. Even though I don't like the, I don't like what's going on. So just calm down, people. Just calm down. Calm down. Calm down. Yeah. It's, it's not. We're not saying. Oh, it's wonderful. Yes, let's keep doing this. But you cannot judge something out of its time. You know, you couldn't get away with the honeymooners today. That doesn't change it being a show that's funny as hell. Mm-hmm. And you sure as hell couldn't make Blazing Saddles. No, no. I mean, I, I, love, I, I had this discussion. I, I don't think you mm-hmm. could even make Tropic Thunder today. No, And that movie's a little less than 10 years old. And I, but I love me some Blazing Saddles. I, I have to be mm, honest. Yes, my nickname's Mongo, people. Of course, I love, I love that movie. <laughs> it's like my sixth favorite it. movie like, of all time. You, you couldn't get away with Blazing Saddles today, and it's not even just because of the sheriff. Even the stereotypes of, you know, is it true what they say about people? Oh, it's true, it's true. Talking about the size of his, you know, junk. Right, right. and I absolutely love the line that was deleted from that scene, scene, uh, which was right after she says, it's twoo, it's twoo. He says, babe, you're sucking on my arm. Oh, that's fantastic. 
Yes, the studio said we do not have a rating for that line. Please cut it. So, yeah, that was according to the commentary track on the Blazing Saddles DVD. But I don't think... Now, we have Mel Brooks coming on the show. We've been going back and forth for almost <laughs> a year trying to nail down dates with him. I know. I'm excited, too. Um, I, I, I love him. Yeah, I've got, I've got a bunch of friends, writers, and everyone's called Dibs. They, like, want to come and call in and chat with him. But i got to say, mm-hmm. I think Paul just geeked out a little bit. Oh, yeah, completely. Um, Every time you hear Mel, say that name, he's, he's one of my heroes. Brooks, mine too. He's, he's an icon, and I think... I don't think anything he's made could get made today. I mean, look, even Spaceballs talking about a Jewish-American princess. <laughs> oh, it's a Jewish princess. Yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we ain't found shit. You know, I mean, uh, stereotype. Oh, well, combing yeah. the desert. Yeah, combing yes. the desert. The black eyes with the pick. It's not... None of it's politically correct, but what made it funny That's was the fact that it wasn't. Funny. It's, yeah. You know, poking holes in sacred cows. It's what they do. It's what it's supposed to do. It's what comedy's supposed to do. That's it. Now, guys, we're going to go to break. When we come back, we are going to be on with your favorite doctor and mine, Dr. Russ, talking about all things healthy, wealthy, and wise. Uh, Paul and I have now complained about com- uh, comedic culture in America, but i got to stand by this. Fuck it up, people. It's comedy. I'm Summer Helene. You're on with Paul Michael Bolin, host of The Militant Moderate. We're about to go to break. When we come back, we will be on with Dr. Russ. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Can you truly be a change agent in your community? We think you can. Tune in every week for Envision with co-hosts Thomas Rosenberg and Ronnie Langer-Kroger. The show is all about building an inclusive and just future by connecting people with ideas. Connect with what's happening in your community, your country, and around the world as we speak with amazing guests who are fostering change and making their communities better. Envision is heard live every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. Where can you learn about EasyWayPromotions.com's social media marketing, brand positioning, and more? Easy Talk Live. Where can you get tuned into celebrities in the business world? Easy Talk Live. Where can you learn about entrepreneurment? Easy Talk Live. Every week, host Eric E.Z. Zuli and his celebrity friends talk about global causes, offer tips and tricks that you can use right now on social media, and give you the chance to promote your projects on Easy Talk Live. Every Saturday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you ever given any thought to what is behind your insurance coverage? Many of us don't think of it as more than that premium you pay on a regular basis. Of course, until you actually need to use it. On CYA with Rhonda, you'll learn to cover your assets and find out what all of that insurance mumbo-jumbo really means. If you're looking for a lucrative career option, Rhonda Lukey will explain how to get into the insurance business. Listen live every Friday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time and 6 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. 
The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? You are listening to Behind the Scenes with host Summer Helene. To connect with the show today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to bts at summerhelene.com. Now let's go back behind the scenes. G'day, g'day, guys. Welcome back to Behind the Scenes. I'm your host, Summer Helene, and we are on with my co-host, host of The Militant Moderate, and one of my favorite people in the whole wide world, Paul Michael Boland. G'day, Paul. Welcome back to the show. And I believe we have Dr. Ross. We do. We have Dr. Ross coming on. Um, I do have to give... Pardon? Oh, Alexis wants me to say happy 420, and apparently I need to send her to rehab. It's 420, at 420, on 420, so happy rehab day, people. No, that's tomorrow. Uh, Guys, I'd like to welcome to the show Dr. Russ. Dr. Russ, welcome to the show. Oh, I would uh, say to your listeners that just because uh, marijuana is now more readily available doesn't really mean that it's good for you. Just a cautionary comment. I have to agree with you completely. I tried it one time in my whole life, and it was as an adult, and I did not like it. Um, Yeah, I say an argument can be made that the smoking age may need to be somewhere around 25 because studies have shown that it does have an effect on developing brains, which don't stop developing until they're 25, so... Well, this show is 18 and over, so I'm going to say everyone listening is an adult and don't do it anyway. Um, Dr. Russ, we have some really interesting questions for you today, and I had some technical difficulties, so we have to jump straight into the questions because I I couldn't get my computer working. Um, Our first question is from SpongeBob Stained Pants. Seriously, guys, you're getting interesting with these nicknames. 
okay. in Vancouver, Canada. Wow. And the question is, I'm taking diet pills and have leakage coming from my bottom. It is staining my underpants. How do I make it stop and still lose weight? How the hell is he well, taking? It did occur to me that you might be taking a, a weight loss medication called Ally, A L L I, uh, that gives rise to anal leakage. Uh, this medicine is also known as Xenical, causes your body to excrete the fats in your diet. Uh, it prevents digestion of the fats and, and the. Uh, uh, added waste that produces causes anal leakage, diarrhea, gas. Um, if this is not the case, uh, I'd recommend seeing your doctor for an appropriate evaluation of your condition. But you did mention you were taking a diet product, and uh, Ally or, or Zenical may, may well be uh, the one that you're taking. So you have to... Uh, with some trial and error, figure that out by perhaps uh, holding it for a week and see if the uh, problem persists. Yeah, I think you, you kind of clogged there. You mean withholding medication for a week, yeah. not holding it yeah. for a week, which I think would be tough if there's leakage. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying. Uh, it's, that's, exactly. that's a rough Thank one. That, mm -hmm. uh, that, that is a rough one. Our next question. Great name, though. Dear God, good name. Yeah, I know. I, I'm pretty sure yeah. um, uh, SpongeBob Stain Pants is getting our giveaway for best name for the week. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yep. It's going to, uh, yeah. Our next question is from Constantly Constipated in Santa Monica, California. I feel a theme coming along here. Okay. There is. Yeah. I asked my doctor for Fentiman as per your suggestion after listening to you on Behind the Scenes. It constipates me, speeds up my heart rate, and I'm unable to sleep. What can I do? Well, I'm glad to hear people are listening. Uh, however, in this case, uh, didn't work out uh, like we may have wished. Uh, I would say you can take some basic measures uh, to uh, counteract the constipation, such as adding fluids, drink more water, add fiber. Uh, you should be taking the fentermine uh, in the morning in, in order to avoid insomnia because it is a stimulant. Uh, as far as the rapid heart rate, uh, work with your doctor on that one. Ask how high your pulse is and if the dose might need to be adjusted. Good answer. Our next a uh, question is from Fat Fighter from Fontana, from Fontana, California. I'm training for a few amateur fights, and I heard you were helping a fighter cut weight. I have been using laxatives. What are you doing to help him make weight? Yes, well, we uh, happened upon this fellow uh, thanks to uh, Summer and Alexis, and... Uh, what we've done for him is uh, uh, put him on our new over-the-counter uh, weight loss spray called the New Palm Springs Diet. Um, people have been benefiting uh, from all walks of life uh, uh, from this appetite suppressant. Um, we all get food 
cravings, hunger pangs, uh, and find ourselves eating uncontrollably, even sometimes once a month, once a week, depending. I'll say, uh, to make this personal, even my parents, who are both in their early 90s, uh, are very scrupulous about what they eat. Uh, they even drink meal substitutes. And uh, they they find having an appetite suppressant spray on hand uh, to be helpful in some some uh, instances. Uh, likewise, young active people such as yourself can definitely curb your appetite and lose weight uh, with the New Palm Springs diet. Well, I think the New Palm Springs diet is a wonderful thing. I know we've had some a couple of road bumps with people trying to get to it. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to jump live online uh, either tomorrow or Sunday. So please write in, guys, and tell me what's best for you, and I'm going to walk you all through how to get there because this isn't working out so well on my end so far. Um, It really is a great product, though. If you guys want it yourself, I will put up a link where you can get the new Palm Springs Diet. And if you want to read the Palm Springs Diet, you can find it on Amazon.com. You can find it at KennethRussMD.com. You can find it at AuthorHouse.com. You can find it on Walmart.com. You can find the book everywhere. That's the easiest way to say it. You can find the, the Palm Springs Diet everywhere. And then we've got the new Palm Springs Diet that is fabulous and works wonderfully in conjunction with the Palm Springs Diet. So you guys should really, really check that out if that's what you want to do. Dr. Russ, what was your favorite question for today? Well, uh, I I like the first question, uh, a little bit of detective work, but uh, it was was a fun question, and I think it'll be uh, solved with with, uh, uh, just some adjustment in in the medical uh, management of the case. So uh, I like the first one, uh, and I love that name. SpongeBob, SpongeBob stained, pants. stained pants. Yep, yeah. that that yeah. gave me a laugh. I could Hands not get out of the winner this week. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> SpongeBob stained pants, courtesy of Dr. Russ. will be sending you a copy of the Palm Springs Diet. For everyone else, go out and get your copy. We'll be sending you some information. Uh, you a little bit. So we'll be sending SpongeBob stained pants some information and a. Uh, a copy of the Palm Springs Diet. Everyone else, grab your copy. Get yourself fit and healthy. You'll feel better about yourself. And I use it. It actually helps with my lupus, the uh, the Palm Springs Diet. It helps keep everything under control. So it's not just about losing weight. It's a great way to be healthy. Dr. Russ, thank you so, so much for being on the show. Yes, thank you, Summer. Thanks, Paul. Love you guys. Talk to you next week. We enjoy you. We look forward to talking to you next week. And I get to give a shout out to you guys. Um, I'm loving these these names that you're coming up with (laughs) online. So shout out to Twitter. You guys came up with some really interesting names. When we come back, we are going to be on with with Ama. We're going to be talking about... Um, she's worked for Virgin UK, EMI as VP of A&R. She's got a uh, boutique PR firm. Yeah, she's she a publicist, right? She's she a publicist, PR. consult. Okay. Yep, PR consults for independent labels. So we've got some really interesting stuff. When we come back, we're going to talk about how to get famous. I'm Summer Helene. We are on with the fabulous Dr. Russ, and of course, my co-host, host of the militant moderate, Paul Michael Bolin. We'll be right back after this. 
stimulating talk. It gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. If you are interested in real estate in America's largest city or anywhere, be sure to listen for Good Morning New York Real Estate with Vince Rocco. Although our focus is on Manhattan and other real estate markets in and around New York City, we'll have plenty of information that will help you successfully buy, sell, and close a transaction no matter where you are in the world. Good Morning New York Real Estate with Vince Rocco can be heard every Tuesday at 9 a.m. in New York, 6 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Tune in to The Patricia Raskin Show on VoiceAmerica.com every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time. This is the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions with the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio, Patricia Raskin. So tune in and call in to The Patricia Raskin Show, Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time, right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. What defines your success? Is it success in your business? Success in your personal life? Is it more money? Is it meaningful relationships? How about your passion? Listen for Taking Care of Business with host David Wallach. David's guests share their challenges and what they did to overcome them. What if you can let your passion for success lead you to your success? Taking Care of Business is broadcast live every Tuesday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time and 10 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. You are listening to Behind the Scenes with host Summer Helene. To connect with the show today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to bts at summerhelene.com. Now let's go back behind the scenes. G'day, g'day, guys. Welcome back to Behind the Scenes. I'm your host, Summer Helene. We are on with my co-host, host of The Militant Moderate, Paul Michael Bolin. And I would love to welcome a very, very, very special guest to the show. Her name is Ama Ashanti. I, I cannot pronounce your last name. Ashate. Ashate. Okay. Yeah, Ashate. I never get it right. I keep saying Ashante. It every, it's, I, I cannot pronounce it because I'm going to blame it on my accent. Let's just go with that. Um, well, no, it works, <laughs> it works out great since uh, my grandmother's Ashante from the Ashanti tribe, so it works out good. It's okay. Lovely. So you have your own boutique PR firm. You, compul- you consult with independent labels on music content for artists. You became a road manager for Truth Hurts. Um, mm-hmm. former Aftermath artist, you toured Europe, the United States, you have been administrate. I, I mean, I'm looking through your bio and it, it, you have a really long bio. Yes, I actually do. It's, um, I guess now it is 24 years in the business. Um, I, I got to start really early at like 18. I was like an intern over at black market in the Bay area with artists like Steve and things like that. And then um, I branched off and realized I can consult and intern as well. So it just grew from there. And I realized that 
every aspect of the entertainment business needed to be covered. So I learned every aspect there was from marketing down to the management. Any role that needed to be done, I did. Now, I got to tell you guys, if you hear uh, noise in the background, Anna's at the airport right now. She's on her way to New York. So it's really is a behind the scenes look at life, the life of people in entertainment. So you're headed to New York. Uh, I do want to ask, looking through your resume, what are you most proud of? I'm most proud of the fact that, um, I I don't know, really. I, I guess you could say the fact that I still... I'm humble and I still look to the independent artists. Like, no matter how many artists I worked with that are now Grammy Award winning writers or producers and things like that, I will still sit next to someone and be like, oh my God, you're talented. Let me help you out. So I still, I'm, I'm, I'm happy about having the eye of still looking at those who are not on the A list side, I guess you can say. You're good about finding talent rather than looking at those that are, looking at those that will be. Exactly. Like, I, I still want to give people a chance. There's like a whole bunch of talent out here and they just don't have the resources and know how to go about it. You know, the entertainment world, it's like you see it, but you don't know how to get into it and it's, what you it need can to be, do. It can be pretty cliquish and pretty, pretty exclusive. I will, I will grant you that. Um, the inter- I think people in entertainment are sometimes afraid of letting new people in because they don't know, you know, how things will land. What advice would you give to people that want to make their name? Well, I tell people now to this day, I always remind artists, because they're like, oh, I want to be like the dream or someone like that. And I'd like, listen, you got to remember two years ago, that person was just Terry. No one knew who he was. You get what I'm saying? So you work hard and, you know, you just go after what you want and you invest in yourself. You have to invest in yourself for someone else to invest in you. And you just kind of stick with it. And don't change your craft. Don't change your direction. Because what's not hot now is going to be hot eventually. You know. That's very, very true. And I, uh, okay, I, con- I constantly have the argument with young entertainers and people coming up. But they say, I want to be like blah. No, you don't. That's already been done. Do something else. Yeah, we have a blah that's already. A- Do something else. Yep. Yeah, that's that's my main thing is you, you find a lot of people that's trying to change their direction to, to fit in with what's going on now. But I'm like, a, a year ago, that wasn't what's hot. I mean, take, um, I love her to death, Cardi B, because I've been a promoter. I've been loving her when she was on Instagram. And I tell people all the time, she stuck to what she wanted to do. And now look at her. But two yes, years ago, you- no one would deal with her. You get what I'm saying now? Even Everyone Bernie Sanders, it. even Bernie Sanders commented on her not too long ago. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And it's, so the main thing is just to stick to what you know, utilize all your resources, you know, and don't be afraid to ask. It's true. The worst thing a person can tell you is no, and you better be That's used to hearing no in the entertainment industry. They'll so, tell you no even when you have five Grammys. They'll tell you no. Yeah. <laughs> Now, we have a lot of write-ins coming in for you. One of the first write-ins I have is, who is your favorite person you have ever worked with? I'm really shortening this, and I'm going to send – I'm going to be the grammar Nazi here on on, uh, Twitter and say, uh, please phrase phrase your comments and questions, and you is spelled Y-O-U, not the letter U. Just, Just saying. 
Who is the fa- who is your favorite person? Who's the favorite person you've ever worked with? I can say his name is Lee Ryan. Um, he's in the boy band Blue um, in London. He's one of my favorite. Um, Blue as a whole was my favorite, but Lee Ryan is a gem. Um, if anyone wants to Google him, like he's their masters in London. But starting out, like they weren't that number one group, and then they turned into such a massive group. But he stayed the same, the same genuine. Um, just talent, just a ball of talent, open to work with many people. And just, you know, when you have that artist that no matter how big they are, they still stay true to themselves. He was yeah. like my favorite. Like well, he's Lee. Like if you run into him right now, no matter how big he is, he will be Lee all day. It's no longer, it's not Hollywood lifestyle with him. I think that's wonderful. I think people forget. They, uh, I, I, I tell people it's like it's like a drug dealer. You know, they say don't uh, don't use don't uh, dip into your own supply. In Hollywood, mm-hmm. it's don't buy your own hype. All the crap you hear in magazines, it was put there to make you sound cool. It doesn't mean you are actually that that cool. Yeah. Um, so people that don't buy their own hype Always stay down favorite. to earth. Yep, and they're so rare. <laughs> they're so so rare. Now, our next yes. question is, who is the least favorite person you've ever worked with? I don't have any yet. I'm going to say yet, because I'm not retired yet, but I don't have any yet. Not yet. Good answer. That, that, that's because very I, I won't take on clients if I don't fit in with you. And some people who have attitudes that I don't like, I just redirect them. Unless someone tells them, you know, their attitude is not nice. They don't know how to redirect it. I have no problem letting someone know. (laughs) That's a good way to be. Uh, Summer often talks about racism and sexism in the film industry. Do you find that there is a lot of racism and sexism in your part of the industry? I do. I do, definitely. Um, There's definitely on both sides. It's more sexism than anything. Um, female artists have a harder time than the male artists do. But that's, oh, yeah. It's just the industry. Um, I've worked with athletes as well. It's on the public PR side, actresses and things like that, I've dealt with some actresses that falled out crying that they really had a great read and there was no reason why they shouldn't have got the part. And literally the um, part was flipped for a male. But it was originally a female. Like, I've witnessed that type of situation. So eventually, I think, you know, the more everyone's speaking about it and coming forth, I think it'll be a change. It's going to take some time, but it'll be a change. Now, we have a break uh, in about four minutes. I'm going to ask you one question before then, and we'll have uh, some, some much more upbeat questions when we come back. I'm talking to you, Twitter. Uh, let's go. I'm, I'm only answering upbeat ones after this because y'all are depressing me. How do you feel about the the Me Too movement? Do you think it's making a difference in Hollywood? <laughs> I think it's making a difference. Uh, mm, I think it's made. I think it's making a difference. It slowly is. I think it's um, shined on it the last year, but we still have more work to do. I, I don't think there's really an end to it. I, growing up, there weren't a lot of, you know, women that were powerhouses in the film industry. You know, my, my idols were Oprah Winfrey and Miss Piggy. 
<laughs> like it was this explains, this explains so much. Okay. <laughs> but there weren't there weren't women doing it. So I, you know, I I, <laughs> I understand you now. I really do. <laughs> I get you. I, I'm here for you because I get you. My, but they were. My idols were Oprah Winfrey and Miss Piggy. There aren't a lot of women doing that. You do you, Dura. You do you. <laughs> yeah. But did you see Summer at the Fisher Grammys, how everyone wore the um, the flowers and things? I mean, we're all trying, you know. Sure. Mm-hmm. We're all trying to really unite and, you know, bring awareness to everything. Like, uh, And you're doing a great job yourself, ma'am. Well, thank so, you. Uh, with more platforms with women and things like that, I think we'll do very well in this industry. I'm shining so a light too. and moving forward. I think so too. I've been see, I've been very, very lucky, and I have to say I've gotten a lot of criticism for this. But I always give a shout out to the men because I started working with the old boys, like, and I mean these guys have been around from the 40s. They look like caricatures of film producers drinking whiskey and bourbon at you know 10 in the morning smoking cigars by the end of the day I smell like my dress belongs in a humidor and they're in their 90s with their 25 year old wives um but these guys I've never had a problem with they've always been fabulous to me and uh really want to see more women in in the industry but I think it changes the further down the ladder you go the more um competitive it is I think that's the area that women get cut out and so they never get past that point because once it gets competitive it it kind of turns into a boys club that's just just a personal opinion I know it's not a popular one I definitely agree no I mean on both sides there I see a lot more people advancing or getting um, VP or president positions that honestly didn't put in a work where the woman could have moved up a little bit better. Yep. I've seen it. You know, but all I tell them is, it just is what it is. You expect to it. You do what you're going to do. Either you stay with it or you just move on. Yeah, that's it. If you, if, you can't, if you can't take it, don't do it. And if you can take it, work twice as hard and kick their ass. Um, that's exactly. just, a per- <laughs> just, just a personal opinion. Uh, we are going to go to break. When we come back, we are going to be talking about how to get famous in Hollywood because I have a whole bunch of questions about that directed to you, Miss Ashanti. Uh, I am just going to call you Ashanti now. I like that. I, I like that you were saying your mom's tribe. I like that. Wasn't that a pop singer? <laughs> okay. Just yeah, I, I just, but it's also a tribe in Ghana because you know I'm Ghanaian, so. And I Very like that. Fun. I think that's really cool. I think that's really pretty. And I'm going to ask about the tribe when we come back because I have some write-ins on that. And then I want to say, uh, courtesy of LA's Lip Squad, we are going to be giving out a 24-hour lipstick. I use it on the red carpets. It works fabulously. We'll, of course, be sending one to you as a thank you for being on the show. But if you guys want to uh, get your own lipstick, I'll put up a link to where you can get it. And they've got all sorts of makeup. And I'm going to ask you a question since the uh, spon- since uh, SpongeBob had an issue. He's a he's a gentleman and had asked for a different <laughs> gift. Uh, tell me the person that Paul and I were talking about earlier in the show that we said could not make films today in today's political. Everyone has to be right in PC climate. I'm Summer Helene. We are on with my co-host, host of the Militant Moderate. Paul Michael Bolin. We are on with a wonderful publicist, um, the lovely Arma. We'll be right back after this. 
the Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. Tune in every week for Sex Out Loud. Host Tristan Termino will discuss everything from sexual pleasure to sexual politics. Get an insider's perspective from leaders in the adult film industry, the LGBT community, and the sex-positive world. From kink to non-monogamy, nothing is off-limits. Plus, you can call in to join the conversation. Sex Out Loud airs every Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 Pacific, on the Voice America Variety Channel. What makes a great leader? Most have a vision, one that starts beyond the resources available and continues from that point into developing a solid plan, organization, and company. Leadership issues are discussed each week on VoltCast, illuminating leadership with host Jeff Smith. Jeff has years of experience as a leader and executive coach, and his guests will bring you information that can help a team of any size. Listen every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Variety. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You are listening to Behind the Scenes with host Summer Helene. To connect with the show today, please call 1 866 472 5788. That's 1 866 472 5788. You may also send an email to bts at summerhelene.com. Now let's go back behind the scenes. G'day, g'day, guys. Welcome back to Behind the Scenes. I'm your host, Summer Helene. We are on with my co-host, host of the Militant Moderate, Paul Michael Bowen, and our very special guest, Arma, that you guys keep calling Ashanti, and I promise we will uh, ask some questions about that. But I do want to give everyone a chance before we get into uh, chat mode to talk about where you can find them and where you can promote. I know you can find Paul and the Militant Moderate on SoundCloud, Stitcher. Paul, give me a hand here. And iTunes, of course. Uh, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter and the YouTube channel. So. Now, Amma, if people want to follow you on Twitter or you on Twitter, how, how can people find you and make a nuisance of themselves or ask you questions? It's at I am Asawa, which is A-S-E-R-W-A-A. And that's all platforms. Um they can email me as well on my info uh, line. My info at. Go ahead. I I would not put an email out, um, but okay. but I will tell everyone <laughs> to go to your social media, and I will put up a link after the show. So if you'll have any questions, you can do that. Now yes. you were talking about Ashanti. Paul was saying it was a pop singer. I mispronounced your last name. Is how we ended up here, and you were saying. They're a tribe. Could you, could you tell us a little about that? Because I've got people writing in and asking. So basically, my last name is Ashate, which is a Ga name. So I'm Ghanaian, which is West Africa from Ghana. Um, my grandmother's from um, the Ashanti region, which is the northern part of Ghana. Um, they were the ruling. Currently, we have a king now, um, which is from the Ashanti tribe. So I'm have Ashanti Havga, which is from the southern region. Um, and they were the ruling part of the country before when it was just still the Gold Coast. That's really cool. So it dates back, yeah. So you can, um, I'm blessed to be able to date my family back to like 1500s. That's absolutely amazing. 
Um, to the gentleman writing it on Twitter, no, that is not near Wakanda. Wakanda is not a place, and I will buy you a map. Um, it's, no, it's not. It's not a real place. We've had this is the second time I have had to have this discussion on Twitter. It's not a real place. Shame on you, but I will buy you a map. Send me your address. Now, our next question. Sorry, Alma. Sorry, Alma. I'm tempted to just write in Wakanda somewhere on the African continent and ballpoint pen or something like that just to see what they do. Well, okay, for me, because now, because of, of Black Panther, people are now tuning in to try to figure out where in Africa is, and they're realizing that it's not, it's, first of all, like I tell people, it's not a country, it's a continent, a 54 country. And it's brought light that, you know, Afrobeats is now taking over the world um, on the mainstream, on the radio, um, Nollywood, Gollywood, which is a film network. Um, now people are kind of tuning in and recognizing the actors there as well, um, which, which is a good thing and a great thing as well. So whatever brings um, light to the other side of the world, what kind of for life, if that's what they want to do. <laughs> Okay, so so I will be less harsh when people ask about Wakanda, but I am not withdrawing my offer to send maps and atlases. I, I am still yes. happy to pay for those. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I, I'm still I, I will eat the cost. I'm happy to pay for it. I think these are things people should know. It is a um, wonderful fictional place. Amazing. Wonderful place. Just, just saying. Yeah, I'm, 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 I don't know why I keep having to answer this question. I'm just going to put it up on my Facebook next time people want to write in about this. Now, our next question is, what advice would you have? What would step one be if somebody wanted to get famous? What would, what would it be one through five? This is very convoluted. I'm sorry. But essentially, they're wanting to know what are the steps to get famous? The step is to be yourself for one. Know what craft you're going after. So if you want to be an actor... You, you're improving that, you know, um, you take your classes, you um, get a monologue book, you practice that to the team, you go on different auditions, you just work towards it, same with music, um, you work towards it, you get with a good writer, if you don't know how to write yourself, you get with a good producer, and you start to, you know, figure out your own sound. And you continue to work towards that. The next step is to reach out to people in that area. You know, like someone like me, I can be at an airport. I can spot you if you're singing or you hand it out. Don't be afraid to hand out your CD. Don't be afraid to um, ask a director, or not a director, but a casting director, if, you know, there's auditions and things like that. Just, just put yourself in that community. You have to get out in that community and make your own. But the first thing is figure out what it is you want to do. Some people are wanting to be an actor, singer, which you can do it all, but you have to hone in on some one first. You can be, don't be a jack of all trades, master of none. Put all, everything. Sorry, don't put it back to question. Put everything behind what you're doing. You have less, you're not going to fail. If you try and do everything, you will fail. To the lady writing in, uh, wanting to know how to be a reality star. I have advice for you. Don't, but I will ask her the question. How does someone become a reality star? I maintain um, don't. If you really want to be one, it's passing all the time, but um, just Google, Google certain um, casting calls. They're always looking for them. Um, but if that's all you want to do, you got to figure out what else you want to do from there. Just from reality, you have to use that as a platform to do the next thing. 
you just don't want to go from one reality show to the next show. You have to be able to capitalize off of exposing your life. I mean, the one thing about reality show is you're exposing yourself. You're becoming very vulnerable. So if you're going to do that, you need to know what your next step after that is going to be. I think reality television is becoming obsolete, personally, but that's just my opinion. It is. People are getting away from it. Um, I would tell people, be more short. Look for more um, series and things like that that are um, not like um, YouTube, Netflix, do many series. If that's what you want to do with acting, put get together with some teams of writers and things like that and put together a show yourself, not reality. You know, have some dialogue because reality is leading more to dialogue too. Now, what is next for you? We have about two minutes left, and a lot of the questions I have from people is, "What is next for you? What are you working on?" What I'm working on right now is um, I'm working with Effie, who's an artist in Ghana. Um, I do they tune to now with Wiz Kids. I'm just trying to bridge the gap of bringing. Um, the music of Africa, the artists, and things like that with the U.S., just blending it and bridging that gap. So I'm given the opportunity um, with Empire Records Distribution to uh, do a sub-label, like any artist out there that want to do sub-labels uh, to get their stuff over in the U.S., I'm offering that opportunity. I think that's wonderful. I'd love to have you yeah. on again. We didn't get to half the questions that people wanted to ask. We I only know. have about a minute I'm of the sorry, show. I'm sorry, everyone. <laughs> I've got to say, I'm sorry. I, I messed up in the beginning with a bunch of technical stuff. Can I put you on the spot and say, can we have you on again? Yes, definitely. And I won't be in flight anywhere. I will make sure I'm not traveling. Don't, don't so even much, worry. So much. Paul, Paul, We've Paul had Trump. worse. I, yeah, I, I was <laughs> in the back of a van a few weeks ago. So that was. Oh, yeah. yeah. This, this but yes, is a I show. definitely would love to come back on and yeah, get I, more insight on how to handle this business. Because this business is way more intricate than people know. And uh, I don't That's like true. to see people fail. I think everyone's talented. And, um, you know. There's opportunities for everyone. I like that. Well, I always say to people, you know, it's th- this show is by entertainers. Paul's an entertainer. I'm, you know, I produce most of the time and uh, work in the paperwork segment. But it's it's if for the, by the entertainment industry for people that want to get there. So thank you so much for being on and giving people advice. I'm going to put your uh, social media information out there so everyone can get to you. Of course, I put up the information for Paul and the Militant Moderate, and I'm going to put out the information for anyone that wants that 24-hour lipstick as well as for our giveaways. Thank you very, very much, Arma, for being on the show. And I look forward to having you on again. Okay, thank you for having me. Bye, everyone. Don't be afraid to hit me on Instagram or anything. I'm very open. Oh, they will catch you. We have lots of listeners. Paul, of course, thank you very, very much to my co-host, host of The Militant Moderate. Check him out on Stitcher, SoundCloud. iTunes, Facebook, uh, YouTube, uh, Twitter, you know, the whole nine. Screw it. I'm putting up a bunch of links. I only swore four times in this show, so uh, Voice America is going to match me. Remember, every time I cuss, it goes to charity. I'm Summer Helene. This is Behind the Scenes. We'll see you next week. Good night. Thanks for checking out the show. Behind the Scenes can be heard live on the Voice America Variety Channel every Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific. Be sure to join Summer Helene for more Scoop next week.